Oh. Look who showed up. bit of attitude i guess but I'm, I'm 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 sorry my car broke down you better be yeah i know oh i barely realized you weren't even here mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. whatever dude like i, I think i know. remember you saying you loved me and that i'm awesome <laughs> on last week's episode i don't recall but, such events <laughs> <laughs> you uh had, had some per- personality disorder conflicts last week um it was true. Yeah, the first few mentions of me not being here were, Dave can't be here tonight. Dave can't be here tonight. The next time it was, Dave never fucking shows up. <laughs> and then, I, I really wish he was here to help me describe Dave Cruz, Ted Cruz, because he's he's really good, and, and, and I love Dave. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you fucking talk half an hour into a microphone and not go through all the range range of emotions. It was like, you know, when um with uh, the the seven symptoms of loss. Yeah, <laughs> I was like at number five before it ended. <laughs> you grief, anger. No, it's um oh it, uh, uh yeah. So it's grief, anger, denial. Yeah. Uh, and a whole bunch of other shit. Um, Rage, masturbation, and, uh, grief, anger, denial, uh, bargaining is one yeah, of them. Yeah, I, I did not get to bargaining because that's like number six, and then seventh is acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> and good thing you didn't get to acceptance because I showed the fuck back up. Yeah, I waited next I'm, week. I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. Go on, get I'm my happy. Head. I'm so happy. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I've realized this week, holy fuck balls, that as I turned 48 years old yesterday, edging towards 50, um, that there's certain things I can't do anymore and be able to function within a normal period of time. What, peeing at night? Peeing at <laughs> night is one of those things. But um, So last year, uh, Amy bought me tickets to see fish for three nights in a row. You can't do that, buddy. Which, uh, which last year, if it really would have happened, goddamn COVID, there would have been a two-day buffer between us coming back from those shows and going back to school. But no, the rescheduled dates backed right up against, um, yeah, the show. So Monday, Sunday night, we're in Indy seeing the show. The show's over at fucking 11. I get I think home you're at still two. hungover the way you're looking at um, me. Hungover might not be the correct word to use. <laughs> That's I what the word we're using on live air. <laughs> on live air, I did. Because I really didn't drink that much. I didn't need to drink that no, much. I'm sure you no, didn't. not at all. I got back at 2. I had to be at work at 6. <laughs> I did go to work that day, miserable. That was like my first day back, and everybody wants to talk and meet and say hi and shit. And I'm like... <laughs> And then Tuesday morning, I feel great because I slept Monday night. And then middle of the highway, and I told you this story earlier, I'm aggressively accelerating onto the highway, p- 
passing up somebody who's going like two miles an hour, and I just floor it. And as I'm passing them and giving them the stink eye, it wasn't bad enough to give them the finger, just to give them the stink eye. Um, the car stopped running. <laughs> just decided, <laughs> no indication. Usually, like when cars start to break down, it's like dunk 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 dunk, and you're like, oh fuck, I better get off soon. Nope, stopped working. <laughs> Kind of like you did on the fourth day of uh, fish. <laughs> oh, never. Yes, I, I actually stopped working on the second day of fish. <laughs> my feet still hurt. I'm tired. It's, it's ridiculous. I can't do the things that. Did I Did they used to play do. the entire three days? I'm sure they did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every night, completely different show. And then, so last week was just a disaster. Then I had school starting on on on, on Thursday. It was fucked up, and I apologize to you. That weird buzzing sound. Hmm. Sorry, listeners. It's only in the headphones. You have to yeah. tell that. I have, well, sorry. It's just in the headphones. You can't hear it. Ha, 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 everybody. That's okay. We're good. Um, I just couldn't do it last week. It was one of those odd weeks where there was the perfect storm and I couldn't come down here. And you took that episode over. And you don't think you did a very good job at all. And you actually did a very good job. Oh, no. I spoke words and rage into the microphone. Which is what we usually do. So <laughs> yeah, at least we have me. jokes yeah. about it. Yeah, so the hardest thing to do when you're running solo, I'm sure, is that you don't have somebody to bounce banter off of, and that's what, what kind of makes our podcast funny. We can give information with each other or without each other. That's not hard. Um, we can give perspective without each other. Um, even though it's easier to do it with somebody. But when you try to mix all of those things in together with humor, holy shit, you need somebody else. Yeah, when you're trying to carry the narrative and then trying to think about jokes as you're carrying the narrative, but you're also trying to read your notes and then come up with other... So imagine like a PowerPoint Mm -hmm. that has, has all your notes. You're not supposed to give your speech by reading the the powerpoint you're supposed to see the notes give the speech then also on a podcast you're supposed to give the jokes in between the narrative right and reading the points and you're trying to do that when you're reading the articles here and doing this here and then not try to sound too too angry (laughs) (laughs) you got pretty dark You well, did get pretty dark, but it was worth it, because fine. when you talk about DeSantis and people like Cruz, it, they're... It's it's hard not to. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard to talk about that subject without getting too angry. When leaders are playing with our lives, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought that up, and I'm glad you didn't wait for me to be here to talk about it, because these banishments of mask requirements and things of the like by local authorities and local school districts isn't the way our government is supposed to work. Especially DeSantis, Cruz, if you believe in small government over a large, powerful government. So when you're telling a local authority like a school district that they can't impose their own health mandates for the sake of the health and safety of their students and staff, that's what's dystopian. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, because the result of those policies will be illness and death. And yeah, kids don't be dying from that. Yeah, but the long-term effects of COVID are very, very scary. And the research that's 
coming out on that is worse and worse every day, regardless of what your age is. On the flip side, these assholes are arguing that, you know, mask mandates and vaccine mandates from businesses and stuff is a violation of your rights, but it doesn't result in anybody dying or getting hurt. It's just this, what did you call it last week, a pseudo right? Or pseudo freedom? I don't know. I didn't. Lose. I kind of blacked out for yeah. half an hour and <laughs> it, <laughs> went on a rant. It was good. You called it a pseudo freedom. This idea that you know requiring someone to wear a mask or requiring someone to have um, a vaccine is an infringement on their personal freedom. And it's not. Notice, mask mandates and vaccine mandates are different. A, a, a mask mandate can be authorized by a government. A vaccine mandate, maybe not so much the government per se. However, businesses can do it. And it can be instituted by airlines and in certain situations to keep people safe. And if it's not forcing you to get a vaccine, but it's not saying that there's not a consequence. It's- right. Um, I think the idea that I was trying to come across or articulate was that, yes, you had this freedom not to do these things, mm-hmm. but you also have a, a, a responsibility yeah. to the other people. This isn't something yeah. that um, affects only you. You hear a lot of right. anti-vaxxers or anti-maskers saying that this is my right, my body, which I saw something. It was actually a, um, a protest um, against uh, a town hall saying, my right, my body sound familiar, which is referencing back to abortion. Abortion, but yeah, it's they not mean... just your body, right? That's being affected. It's everybody's. These variants are caused because they get infected into people and make variants. That's how mm-hmm. mutation works. That's that's evolution, yeah. right? And so that no longer becomes your body; it becomes our society. Yes, and our societal rights are very different from your personal liberties. Absolutely. Just like freedom of speech, there's a limit to your freedom of speech, and that usually stops when it infringes upon the rights of other people. Yeah, when you tell Duh. someone shoot shoot me in the head because I, I disagree with you, that's an infringement upon my right. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not your body anymore. It's You're right. It's, it's our society's. Yeah, so I, I saw a, a, one of these. a lot better this week than last you week. You sound good. <laughs> <laughs> usually I tease you a lot, but you you were much better last week than you think you were. So I suggest that you go back and listen to the fucking episode. Right. Okay? Because you're a pussy. Um, <laughs> but th- there was a local hospital, I think it was over in northern Kentucky, um, that is requiring their nurses and hospital staff to get vaccines or the threat of being fired. Now, what I don't know is that if there's exceptions for maybe like a pregnant nurse or people in certain situations, I would hope there would be some level of exception. I'm sure there's medical exceptions. There's medical exceptions to that. But they are arguing on that same faulty premise. And then at the same time, they are the ones that are in charge of keeping people healthy. Now, they, unlike doctors, they don't take the Hippocratic Oath, but they kind of do. It's their job and duty to not bring anything into the facility or anything about themselves that would cause somebody harm. It's just like not washing your hands or putting on gloves. Um, you made that analogy also last week that you don't remember. I really don't. I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sounding smart because of what you said. <laughs> but hey, I did someone see. Someone to. So when I saw these protesters out there, it was, it, it was definitely a peaceful protest. Um most of them, you could tell, were on the right side of things. You saw a few Trump shirts. It wasn't anything too out of um, crazy context. But I did see somebody with a sign, and it made me think for a minute. 
and it said, last year you forced us to work without proper PPE. This year you're threatening to fire us because we don't get the vaccine. And I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, because they didn't always have the proper PPE and they did put themselves in harm harm's way when they were forced to go to work because of that. So I, I, I see their point in that. I see their point in that. I don't agree with their ultimate point that the being forced to take the vaccine is a violation of the rights. Now, if the government said you have to do it or you're going to get arrested, that's different. Um, that, there's also a correction of, of what you did wrong before. I, I think mm-hmm. that has to come into play. Um, science isn't an absolute. It's not a religion. It's not a faith. It responds to the data and responds to the times. Yeah. So you have to be fluid with the data and fluid with the times, and science mm-hmm. will get it wrong, mm-hmm. or not necessarily wrong, you but get it wrong, maybe but it's, it's, it's not as accurate. Right, because things are happening quickly in real time. Yeah. Who, who could have predicted the Delta variant and what characteristics oh, n- it No, they have? did predict the ver- Delta variant, they're, and they're predicting much more variants. But, yeah, but they predicted that there would be variants, but not what it would look like, not what it would actually do. No, they did that too. Not exactly. Not exactly, right. but they predicted ex- right. exactly a response to it, and they predicted exactly what mm-hmm. would happen if we didn't respond correctly Vaccine. to the science of vaccines <laughs> exactly. and stuff, and letting it get infected, it'd become and, much more transmissible and, and much more and deadly. each time there's a new mutant variant, it gets worse. Mm-hmm. It spreads faster, it has different characteristics, it's become less predictable, and then that mutates. And literally, literally the only fucking way to stop it is a fucking vaccine. Now, we're not going to have fewer people with vaccines. Each person that gets a shot in their arm, that's one more vaccine. But we are so far away from any level of herd immunity, we're going to be dealing with this for quite a long time. And when you say herd immunity, you mean to the point where the the transmission of the virus Mm -hmm. is almost negligible. Correct. So, therefore, it can't get to the point where it's Mutates. mutating right, yeah. to a certain extent exactly. where it's, it's getting better at infecting us. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a hard concept. No. So, the more people vaccinated, the less we can get it. There's complicated science behind it, but the basic premise is really <laughs> fucking simple. Yeah, the actual... I mean, it's like saying a car. I know a car, if you press the gas pedal... It's going to go fast. I don't know how it goes fast. Not mine. I can't. I can't. Not, not, <laughs> not last week. Not last week. Fucking stops. <laughs> My car needs Viagra. <laughs> That's complicated science, dude. It's complicated science. So. <laughs> it's the car's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the car's right not to fucking go anywhere. So uh, if you press the gas, it's going to go faster. The, the science behind it is very difficult to understand. But right. if you don't press the gas and you press a brake, it's going to go slower, faster, slower, faster. You understand that. Mm-hmm. We're pressing the gas on COVID because we're, we don't we we're saying the science is not right. Or we're saying that it's my freedom for the car to go faster. See, I don't even understand like their argument. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't break down to simple analogies, I guess. Um, so it's like, it's like, I don't know, fuck it. It's, whatever, it's like an man. evangelical, it's like an evangelical using apologetics to describe viruses. <laughs> oh, have you seen the, um, evangelicals vaccine cards? Oh no. Oh dude. It has, um, a, a, a cross 
and it said, my antibody is from God. Check. Devil worshiper. And it has another box that's unchecked. Oh. I, I'm not making this shit up, man. I want one. That's fucking oh, awesome. I, I kind of want one, too. Like, there's my vaccine card. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> but no, this is where we have to coddle. Yeah. This is right. what we have to deal with because our our government has decided that Christianity is a great way to control people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's absolutely. a great way to spread a message and a great way to get voted into absolutely. office. You mix religion with politics and your idea of capitalist economics, corporate economics. Oh, you see it in all the great dictatorships. Right, absolutely. And you see the freakout that's happening right now when our, and if cor- you want- our corporations are responding not the way that they want us them to respond, and now the corporations are the enemy. Yeah, and if you want to argue with me about um, the great dictatorship, so you're going to take um, communism and Nazism, mm-hmm. they had a religion too. But that's a whole different fucking topic. Can we do can... it? T- let's do it tonight. Come on, man. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. But we can we can debate that. But they had their own religion too. That yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. That's and uh, Nazism was Catholicism. Mm-hmm. So write that down. Nazism was Catholicism. Put that was on their belt buckle, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, see, this is what happened. Now I blacked out. Now you blacked out. About. I reminded you of everything you talked about. Yeah. You're like, damn, that sounds pretty smart. Yeah, yeah you said it right. last week. I remember my point. Oh, man. So today, talk about... Talk about being all over the fucking place. So there's a there's a purpose to why we're talking about this in terms of misinformation mm. um, and pseudoscience and the refusal to accept facts in a world in which everybody seems to be entitled to their expert opinion that all of a sudden hold the same weight, but they really don't. And as you know, the right has been wrong pretty much all of the way with um, the virus. In addition to that, um, they have been wrong in the world of science many times and for a very long time and climate change which is fucking as apparent as ever and is starting to actually get scary in front of our faces is a major crisis and it's the similar type of misinformation that they've been using with climate change for over 40 years now that they're using with um, COVID-19 Dave you want a cigarette? yes a uh, marijuana cigarette. No, I'm talking about tobacco cigarette. You want a cigarette? No. Why? I don't smoke. Why? Because it's not good for me. Why? Because it has carcinogens in it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So you think cigarettes <laughs> cause cancer? They do, but actually they help preserve me too when I die because they have formaldehyde in them also. Which... Well, you got to die first. Yeah, that's right. So we'll make it a little yeah, quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't smoke because I want to increase my chances of living longer. Yes. So that's where climate change comes in. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Ooh, what does that mean, Brandon? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about cow farts. Damn it. No, no. Well, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's me thing. All right. Anyway. So, um, back in the 1950s and 60s, there was a big study where they 
painted. <laughs> it's the 1950s and 60s, so remember, they painted cigarette tar onto mice. And they realized that the mice that they painted tar on got cancer 60% quicker and was it 80% more than the ones that they didn't paint tar on. So I have a really stupid question right now. Or I got a stupid I, answer. I've seen the word tar in like tobacco forever. Mm-hmm. What actually is that substance? The tar is what when you burn tobacco leaves. Yep. It has a thick residue. Yep. That is from the leaves, and it's usually made up of, of um, nicotine. Okay. Mostly nicotine, actually. All right. And a whole bunch of other shit that's in in the tobacco leaves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what gives you the high. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cigarette yeah. goes into right, your lungs. Right, right, okay. It's like um, when you burn anything and it has a... a, a residue. Residue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a residue yeah. from the tobacco, okay, okay. which has all the good stuff That's in it. That's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't 100% um, sure. It has, it's all the good stuff that you, that lines that you smoke. your and, lungs and turns yeah, them black. makes you get a little buzz. Kind of like wakes this. you up, soothes you out, makes you focused on uh, hating women, that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize it. Forced tar equals hating women. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, damn. Have you ever watched Man Men? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so they got that, and they realized that this might be cancerous. Maybe. So they released a a, a <laughs> holding a a mouse in one hand and like a butter knife with tar in the other, and just like like a piece of toast. Like it was actually get, a paintbrush, you know, yeah. A paintbrush. Oh, yeah, you said a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. I think a butter knife would be funnier. It would be funnier. I'm sure they did that How later. How about just the basting tool with the like the squeeze thing at the top? Like, oh, oh, yeah. That would have been awesome. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. So they released this, this publication, and it was peer-reviewed, and they started replicating it. And they went, I think, Nick, I, I think cigarettes cause cancer. <laughs> and they went, oh, fuck. So they released it. Mm-hmm. In the journal that picked it up, or not journal, but the publication that picked it up, the most wide-read publication at the time, Reader's Digest, mm-hmm. put on their front cover, said, cigarettes cause cancer, here's the article. And the cigarette company went, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. They found us out because they'd already done their own research and realized this. Right. And and, and back then, peer-reviewed research actually had clout with the general public and with corporations. It wasn't negotiable facts once it was peer-reviewed. It was accepted as scientific evidence in favor of something. And most people, regardless of what they wanted to know, understood that to be true. So instead of lying about it at first... They reacted like that because they thought that the general public is smart enough to understand it because it's actually been researched. Yes, until they waged a war against understanding science. Right. They the um the tobacco companies came, and they met in New York, and they said, "What the fuck are we going to do about this? This is going to fucking kill our business." Ooh. Yeah. So they hired a PR for- firm, who did nothing but spread doubt amongst the science. Mm-hmm. And they did that in the way that scientists communicate. Hey. Mm-hmm. So when a scientist says, it's likely it causes cancer, they say, what do you mean likely? Is it going to? Mm-hmm. Is it 100%? Do, right. Will this give me cancer? Like, and the scientist is like, well, 
I, I don't know. Yeah. So you don't know. So what you're There's saying There's no absolute is, fact, truth, in science. That's the yeah. fallacy that they're trying to uh, uh, exploit. Mm-hmm. But And the biggest thing in science right now is, is, is one of the things with, with evolution, which I think you've probably experienced the time, is that it's a theory. Mm-hmm. A theory means that in science that all evidence points to this. Right. It doesn't mean that they're debating it or that it's like something right. that someone drew up. It means yeah. that all evidence points to this until something yeah. says that it doesn't. Exactly, which it's, hasn't yet, so we're going to call it what it is. And what they did was undermine... What a theory is. What a theory is. Mm-hmm. Undermine the language of science. Right. Because the, the language of science public. will never say proven. Yeah, because it can't, because it's yeah. science. Right. And they undermined, they gave doubt. Mm-hmm. They just put that doubt in there mm-hmm. time and time and time again. So you have 40 years later people still smoking cigarettes going, I'm not going to die of cancer. Right. Because they had such a great mm-hmm. PR firm. Which gets us to the main point of climate change. Yes. Where they're doing the same thing, which mm-hmm. links back to COVID and right. the mask mandate right. and the vaccines. Right. It's the same exact methodology. and It's the same playbook. I believe... Obviously, we've talked about climate change in the past, but climate science and that has shown ample evidence that um, climate change is real, global warming is real, and it's mostly man-made. Whether through purposeful intention or not, it's true, as far as we can say it's true. Mm-hmm, I'm trying to use the right terminology. and It's undisputed. Undisputed. And... The large contributors to this happen to be large American, in many cases, back 1960s and 1970s, corporations, um, oil companies, um, coal, the coal industry. It started the back industrial, the industrial revolution. Industrial revolution with coal in England that came over to the United States. So large corporations have been a major culprit to global warming. Um, and not always with intention, but often without giving a fucking regard to it. And they turned the message, in addition to what you were talking about with the the cancer and the cigarettes, is against being anti-American, anti-capitalist. That the people that are supporting this climate change are socialists or communists. They want to undermine American um, corporate interests, and they want to take your cars away. They want to They want to affect your lifestyle, and take america backwards instead of forwards yeah i mean if you <laughs> if you don't need a hamburger you're a fucking hippie and if you're hippie you're a fucking communist At, right exactly that's mccarthyism in a nutshell yeah that's that's how deep mccarthyism really got <laughs> it's like surface accusation. damn it <laughs> i spent my whole last weekend with a bunch of hippies <laughs> yeah you did but they're older now and they're not as crazy like, <laughs> <laughs> see what i want to say it's like like Moonbeam and and Star Shadow, they may have been fucking crazy back then, but you know they kind of had a point where you got to stop burning the shit or it's gonna come back and haunt you. So, we don't have to fucking eat like a fucking uh, like grass all our lives, but Jesus Christ, if we have some alternatives where you don't have to set fucking dinosaurs on fire to power our cars, maybe we could do something so we don't have hurricanes drowning Florida. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know we've heard about this for a long time, and we get we like in the in the '90s and the early 2000s. You say like, "Oh, sea levels rose in this spot by a few feet," 
and it's going to cause this to happen. Or you see pictures of icebergs that have melted, and it's still far away enough to where you go, ah, oh, man, that kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah. Where's my corn-fed burger and my Chevy mm-hmm. Tahoe? Do I want know? the grass-fed but, burger of the filet mm-hmm. or the brisket um, right. where I got from Iowa, which was yeah. was primarily corn-fed, yeah. but uh, had a little grass-fed right. in there. Mm, I like the marbling. <laughs> now, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. we're burning. Yeah, and to make a point, we all contribute to it. Yes, we do. Every we're single one innocent. of us. Absolutely. None of us are innocent. Because all that great meat you were just talking about, we eat that I shit. Am it's fucking so hungry. fucking tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I bought yeah. steaks. I bought steaks today. Yeah, I, I did. I had chorizo um, tacos. So, but but responsibility and doing something about it, you know, has to start at the top. And we're seeing the worst extremes in weather in the past couple of years, and it's getting really really scary i mean i can look at my sunset and it's redder because of fires that are out on the west coast we had we just had the hottest month on record on record yes ever 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 period (laughs) that's um it was the hottest year last year before that was the year before and before that was the year before that yes the northwest is on fire not because it's it's cold and lush and green it's on fire because it's hot and it's dried out it's dried out and you know what that's probably never going to change for them out there no this is going to be a permanent fixture on the face of the west wildfires extreme drought i mean that is (laughs) unsustainable oh no but trump said you just got to rake out the forest there's too much shit on the forest you got to rake it out that's what he said and get rid of antifa because they threw the match Oh, fucking Antifa. <laughs> God damn it, not again. And, like, we understand, or I understand, I don't know about you fucking hippie-ass Dave with your fucking commune fish concerts, um, but this shit doesn't change overnight, and it's hard to change your lifestyle, and it we is. get it's hard, and we're all implicit on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they come out with shit that's stupid, like cows farting. Right. It's like, yeah, that is kind of stupid sounding. Mm-hmm. But no, it fucking, it, it's a thing that you have to look at. Like methane. Yeah, yeah. It goes and we're it's not talking, worse than carbon dioxide. We're not talking about a cow fart. We're talking about billions of cow farts <laughs> yeah. producing methane. <laughs> and it actually does have a, a have a environmental effect. And it's very dangerous. Major. And it's when, one of the main culprits. I actually saw a map of the United States and it, it put the map, or it squared off BAP, of the parts of the map that um, coincided with what we use it for. And he had a big map in the center that took up about 80%. Mm-hmm. And it was cows. Wow. That's the amount of land that we use for cows. is 80% mm-hmm. of the land in the United States. So when you have all those farting cows, <laughs> fucking eats you up know, the earth, man. I, I had a shit Shut up, Starbeam. that was so horrid it may have caused the temperature in my city to go up by like a degree Mm. now if there were a hundred million of you that'd be pretty concerning that would be horrifying (laughs) because what i produced as a single individual was rancid at best It's understandable that this th- this kind of stuff. Oh, there's hey, Leo. there's Leo. Yeah, hey, he's buddy. part of the problem too. Yeah. Um, it's understandable this this stuff can kind of sound silly and, and like, what are you talking about? But 
when you actually get into it, it's it's very mm-hmm. serious, and and sometimes very serious stuff can sound silly. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. You have to start small, and you have to start taking a look at the things that we can do as a society on the corporate level, on the government level, on the community level, and on the local level. You've got to start somewhere. You can't deny and continue to do the same things that you always have done. And the solutions aren't simple. It will require lifestyle changes. It will have to require hard decisions But one place that we can really start is alternative energy. That is the one big rock and a big stumbling block is to make this transfer from dependence upon fossil fuels. And yeah, all you hippies out there with your Teslas, you use up a lot of fucking fossil fuels too. Plug it in your car and your batteries, the mining that it takes to get your batteries. You know, that's not a solution to that either right now. We have to start looking at more sustainable um, alternative energies that don't have drawbacks. And when it does come to things like electric cars, that's when you have to start thinking about improving that technology to yeah, and, fix it. And it's looking to improve. What, what, mm-hmm. One of the fucking things that drives me crazy is um, the sense that it's not patriotic to burn fossil, not to burn fossil fuels. That mm-hmm. it's, it's un-American not to right. burn fossil fuels. Where did that come from? Yeah, it's like made oh, up. Oh, I know it came from the PR that you got from the old companies and the coal yeah. companies and shit like that because they want you to burn this, so they made it unpatriotic. The same shit that keeps you smoking cigarettes. Exactly. Now we're getting to my point that I had that <laughs> took me fucking 20 minutes to get to, but we got there. <laughs> but it's not. And then you hear the same fucking hypocrite politicians say that we need to, to siphon ourselves off of oil, uh, foreign oil. How the fuck can we do that? I don't know. We have a lot of fucking deserts that we can burn the sun into solar solar panels we've got a lot of fucking wind that just blows off from the coast maybe we could use some fucking air wind energy i don't know i'm not a fucking energy person but or we got a lot of fucking water that we can use hydropower right we've got a lot of fucking um there's like five volcanoes in the united states could blow us up at any time why don't we use the fucking thermal energy from that shit to keep us going for another hundred years before they decide to end us Yay, volcanoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking Old Faithful, we, we, we tout how much it, it fucking shoots up every fucking hour. Maybe we could turn that into a fucking Tesla or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's 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 not the idea. It's you not mean my... I can make a Tesla all by myself? <laughs> yes. Hey, Old Limpy, come on, yes. let's make a all car. All you fucking militias that want to fucking shoot down the government, the best way to get off the fucking grid is to fucking blow into the goddamn car and make it go. Surely that would be your fucking best be. thing. Stop piling the gasoline that they sell you. Make the fucking turbine that lets you be right. off the grid forever. No one could ever find Absolutely. you. Absolutely. God damn! Like, is it that yeah. hard to like put two and two together? You can all be your own Unabomber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're You're a over. Unabomber. You're a Unabomber. <laughs> Everybody's okay. a Unabomber. This, this bomb was brought to you by Solar Power. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Put it in the sun, it'll blow up. <laughs> uh, so just like all of our um, topics we explore, we don't have solutions. No, it's not a solution, but it's, 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 it's not about the solutions right now. It's about thinking about the ideas and getting to the ideas and not thinking mm-hmm. about it in terms of you're non-American or this is a right. stupid idea, but being better, being, being a way mm-hmm. of, of going forward to better ourselves and the planet. We can mm-hmm. do that. I mean, 
even even if um you thought climate change wasn't man-made or it was only 20 percent made or whatever this is the only fucking planet we're on right now it's the only thing that we have surely we got to take the most precaution you're not going to go to your kid be like i don't know if this is going to hurt you but i'm gonna keep putting you through it anyway no you protect it all costs you did fucking costs yep Hmm. and we might not have all the solutions but guess what we do know we do know what causes it which is human made. <laughs> yeah. So let's take those and then start breaking those down to see what we can do. And if we could get the cooperation from all players involved, especially those with the power and the money, holy shit, we could start having some solutions. Yeah. And like the, the the key to capitalism and successful business is innovation. And innovation. These companies that are trying to stop us from realizing that this is real, they are not innovative. They're scared. They're scared of those who are, and they're doing everything to stop it. So let's be good capitalists out there, America. So so take that idea that they're trying to stop you, Mm -hmm. and then take the fucking anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers and... The anti-knowers. Anti-knowers. They're trying to stop you as well. In fact, they've stopped you. Mm -hmm. You're doing their work for them. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, now that we solved that. <laughs> yeah, now we have solved that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be gluing like little solar panels to my car. <laughs> like, probably get further. I'm going to steal a cow and put it in the back of my, open the tailgate. Fart away, Jesse. <laughs> See how far we can go. I'm sure it'll take me farther than my car did last week. <laughs> or it'd probably take you back to the fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> the concert that never goes away. Yeah, we, we were on the lawn, and the the first night, Amy was like, "We should bring a blanket to sit on." I'm like, "Amy, this is a fish concert. Everybody's up. They're dancing. They're spinning. They're da 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 da." This is my experience from the '90s, and I forgot that everybody there aged like I did. Oh, <laughs> there's blankets, and all the chair rentals are sold out. And shit, fucking air mattresses air and shit. Mattresses and crap. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, the average age was literally me. <laughs> it's awesome, like, like, yeah. It's like, uh, it looks like an Eagles concert in the 90s. <laughs> oh. No, but a lot more fucking fun. Fuck, yeah, the, fuck Eagles. the Eagles. Eagles are one of the worst bands of oh, all time. Oh, my God, I can't Generic, stand Eagles. Generic, boring. Oh. Do you ever watch um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when he's in the limo... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he's being driven away to go to Lebowski's house. Yeah. And he, the driver puts on the Eagles and he goes, fuck, man, anything but yeah. the Eagles. And he turns on the Who. So they had Peter Townsend in a meeting to get the rights to use that Who uh-huh. soundtrack. And they're like, all right, this is the part. We're going to play it. Mm-hmm. And he said, come on, man, fuck the Eagles. Anybody but the fucking Eagles. I hate the fucking Eagles. Before he even heard what song they were going to play, he stood up and goes, you can have it for free. Oh, and walked out. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's great. So they, great. Got the, they got the rights oh. to the Who song for free. And you know what a douchey Eagles fan would tell you right now? Mom. No. Oh. <laughs> oh! Sorry, no. It's, it's not the Eagles. It's Eagles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Eagles suck. <laughs> And yes, the football team too. 
That's right, Philadelphia. <laughs> you might be angry, drunk, and have your own jail in the stadium. But That's right, they do. Up. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if the newer one does. I'm sure it does. But I'm sure Well, they just use the old one. <laughs> this one worked out so well. <laughs> and they just play witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh. To the hotel couch, laugh <laughs> in the fast lane. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I just pissed off both of my parents. So cool. I'm at a fish concert. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Yo. Crash into me. Oh fucking man! <laughs> They're like. Dave Matthews band is like the shitty Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh god. Sometimes on this show, we're really good with segues. Sometimes we're Sometimes not. we're not. You want to hear something not so funny? It's been pretty much the entire show, but Afghanistan. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> But she does, your mother does hate Hotel California, good. Okay. And Life in the Fast Lane and the rest of their catalog, but that's okay, Donna, we still love you. All right. Oh. Mm. So. That's fish with a PH. Google. No, we're not looking at Facebook. No, we're not looking at a Facebook thing right now, but do tell your mother to check them out. They're awesome. All right. So. Fuck. The United States... Of America that I love and cherish um, has not learned a very clear lesson over the better part of the last century. And that lesson is that fighting proxy wars and engaging in nation building in faraway lands that have already been divided a long, 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 long time before we ever showed up, never, ever, ever fucking works. And we do a really good job of identifying an evil. Korea and Vietnam, it was communism. The big evil that got everybody scared. Um, the Gulf War and the war in Afghanistan, it was the war on terror. So instead of rooting out terrorists and the leaders of those terrorists, we engage in long, drawn-out, extraordinarily expensive proxy wars. And when I say expensive, in any every single way manageable. And Afghanistan is one of those things. You said rooting out terrorism. Yes. We, we didn't quite do that. We rooted no. out the terrorism that was pointed at us, and we said, you're less of a terrorist than that terrorist, so right. here's a billion dollars. Be less of a terrorist, yes. especially if you're going to kill that terrorist. Yeah. That's and by the, the way, problem. Saudi Arabia, you can act Western and act like to be our friends and be more of a culprit <laughs> in 9-11 than any of the other places that we went to. Oh, man, but we love your oil, and we love the military sales, and we love the airplanes yeah, and the engines. makes a lot of that money. kind of stuff makes a fuckload of money. So it's all based upon 
a premise that is false, that we can get rid of a perceived or real evil by engaging in these long, drawn-out wars. Um, so we're going to start with this. Regardless of what you see happening this week in Afghanistan, for the United States, having this presence in Afghanistan has been unsustainable since day one. It was a bad war to begin with. It was an absolutely terrible war. It was a bad war when the Soviet Union tried. Yep. It was bad when the British Empire tried. Mm Mm-hmm. It was bad when Afghanistan tried. Yeah. It was bad when the Ottoman Empire tried. Yeah. So, for the sake of our episode, we're going to focus on the last 20 years. Oh, do we have to? I, was, I had like a fucking chart and shit. <laughs> yeah, well, if you Can brought we... the charts. <laughs> right. If you brought the charts, we could do the charts and I'll let you go ahead and do right. <laughs> Well, we can at least reference back. We'll reference back. <laughs> so, um, Afghanistan was a bad deal to begin with. We went in trying to root out the terrorists um, into a regime that harbored Mm -hmm. Al-Qaeda. And Al-Qaeda was was very hostile to the West, especially the United States. Then we kind of got really involved, and we decided, fuck it, let's take it all over. Mm -hmm. Because who hasn't tried that before? And 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 starting with the war in Afghanistan after two thousand and one, the United States has literally poured in billions of dollars, billions with a B, every single month of every single year for the past twenty years. And have roads been built? Yes. Has some clean water been established? Yes. Schools have been built. Schools have been built. Plenty of roundabouts. It has created the appearance of civilization in Kabul, mostly, and in a few other cities. But in real time, a lot of that money, when it goes to building their government, has gone primarily to elites. So what you would see in Kabul is the average person still in a lot of poverty, and you would see these grand palaces, almost like a Trump hotel, you know, with golden toilets and, you know, thrones and all that kind of stuff. And you would see a lot of money and a lot of power in the hands of a few, and corruption started almost immediately. Um, Yes, they kept the Taliban at bay for the most part. But it was a very corrupt government and didn't solve the main living issues for a lot of people living in that country. Yeah, and also I, I think corruption was um, was was there already. Mm-hmm. And the United States came in and said, you can't be corrupt. They wagged mm-hmm. their fingers and said, no, corruption, mm-hmm. bad. Who needs a billion dollars? We need a billion dollars. <laughs> and they went, yeah, we won't be corrupt anymore, I right. promise. Like, what the fuck? The money goes to them. (laughs) We're there as a military presence. 
So when I'm talking about these billions of dollars going into Afghanistan to rebuild, I'm not talking about the cost of the military presence. I'm talking about the money that we're physically giving to Afghanistan to build their own government under our advisement, but it's still their fucking government to do whatever the fuck they wanted to. Yeah. And good th- some good things happened. I mean, women haven't had to wear burqas or worried about getting their throats slit. And there was a lot got of educated. westernization. They yeah. got educated. I'm not saying that good things didn't happen to people in Afghanistan. They did. And there is value to that. And the United States, yes, will get credit for doing those things. But is it in our best interests in the long run? Fuck no. And it, and it didn't solve the problem that was already there. Right. The Taliban was trying to fight corruption mm. in the government. In their own way. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they were like, they're corrupt. We, mm-hmm. they're, they're spending it on those palaces, those things. We are the solution to that. And we went, no, 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 no. Fuck off, Taliban. We're the solution. And the, they were just going, okay. They were like shooting at us. They were giving us money. Okay. I mean, that's literally what it was. It was, they were swapping one, one evil for another mm-hmm. Western evil. And it wasn't solving any of the problems. No. They, I mean, and they knew it before because it started from time memorial almost. Mm-hmm. Because nobody could root out that because it was such a, a harsh land to invade that nobody wanted to invade it. They were just like, we'll just wait it out. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Taliban learned from decades and decades of war, civil war. When the Soviets came in, that's what they learned. Just wait them out. Yep. When the Americans came in, they were like, fuck it. Just yep. wait it out. We'll be back. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what exactly happened right happened. now. Absolutely. At the end of the day, the government of Kabul just stepped to the side. They took their money and ran. And took their money and ran. Did you and see that report that um, the Russians were like, yeah, we, we know where pres- the president is. He's He took a limo full of money and he's here. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, interestingly enough... I think a lot of people from the outside think that's what's happening right now, and it's going to happen, but they think it's happening right now. They think as the Taliban is coming in, they're coming in on their Toyota pickup trucks with swords, and they're lobbing off heads of women and killing everybody that's being left behind, and it's utter total chaos. They're actually not doing that right now. They're actually pretending (laughs) to be civilized, and they're coming in, and they're telling the civil servants to continue to do their jobs. There's tell, they're telling the local leaders to continue to do their work. They're actually forming a government as we speak in Afghan and Kabul, and they're doing that by keeping the stability that was there. So right now, it's kind of like a government eye of hurricane with the Taliban. They're, they're trying to look like the savior. They're trying to look like the savior. They say that they're going to give women's rights within the context of Islamic law. That's they won't. an oxymoron like crazy. So right now, there's this, there's this like downtime. But the Taliban always rears their ugly head. The second a civil servant says, I'm not going to do that, they're going to be dead. So we're in this really weird time crunch right now which takes us to and i hopefully i'm not taking this in a direction you don't want to go but the decision to withdraw which biden has said that since obama's administration the idea of withdrawing has always been a pretty fucking good idea 
how to do it is something that's different. Um, the Trump administration already, Mike Pompeo, two years ago, gave into the Taliban. <laughs> you know, yeah, he created peace. He created peace, and he's basically orchestrated what we see happening today. Yeah. So it is politically important, relevant, I should say, in one way or the other, to to withdraw and. People who are blaming Biden right now, it's coming from both directions. But for those of the people on the right, it's like, this is exactly what Mike Pompeo envisioned. Yeah, this is what Trump did a year ago Mm -hmm. when he made peace with Taliban and released 5,000 Taliban prisoners who are now part of the top of the echelon of government Mm -hmm. in the Taliban. Yes. And why were they prisoners? They were the most violent and dangerous motherfuckers of all. However, it didn't start with Trump. No. It didn't start with with Obama. Obama didn't do anything. Too much. Too he, well, that's a problem. He didn't do anything. Right, 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 right. So he right. did kill Obama or Osama. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. He was he was hands off a lot in foreign policy. Yeah, he, he was very mm-hmm. hands off. He kind of let it go like, "Nope, I'm not going to take this under mm-hmm. my wing." Um but I mean, we shouldn't have been there in the first place. No. It didn't do anything to make us safer. No. Um and then you just have the progressive voice. Rumsfeld's fault. Let's fucking blame somebody. It's Rumsfeld's yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. I think we can go can we get a fuck that. you? He's dead. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it is Donald Rumsfeld's fault. Yeah. If you're going to point to one person one that person. is most responsible for that war, him and Nick Cheney. Yeah. Or fuck it. Let's go to Reagan, too. He armed yeah. the Taliban yes, in the 1980s. Yes. Oh, against yeah. Against the Afghans. Right. <laughs> where they think they learn how to fight so well and yeah. hide in the, the caves and have all those RPGs and shoot those AK-47s. Because we didn't give them mili- or American no. weapons, we gave them Soviet weapons. Well, and well, and this withdrawal, too, right now, we weren't able to take all of our shit with us. We, we've left helicopters. <laughs> for, we, they, we literally yeah. have given helicopters and um, all kinds of arms and tanks and just basically everything we couldn't take with us on a plane, now it's in the hands of the Taliban. They have our shit. And it's good shit. It's high tech shit, and they're figuring out how to do reverse engineering yeah. it as we speak. Right, right. So it's, <laughs> Yay! It's not a yeah. It's not a bipartisan fault. It's it's an American fault. It's an American fault. It's a major issue, which begets the question: the chaos that has ensued over the past couple of weeks, and the supposedly un, the rapid takeover. Of Kabul, um, I I just don't quite understand the lack of planning that hasn't taken place to ensure that we can get as many Americans out of there that are still there and Afghan nationals who have helped us. Why hasn't there been a better thought out plan to make sure that most of these people, we can't get them all out, have a fair chance of not getting killed. Same reason there wasn't a better plan to invade in the first place. Right, I know, I know. It just seems like, I mean, what's the difference between 20 years, 20 years and 3 months, 20 years and 6 months? It's it's almost like, thanks for helping us out, but man, there's nothing we can do, see you later. And the Taliban will kill these people. Yeah, it's they will. Yeah, and I, I mean, getting out of there is a good thing. But 
you can't leave people behind that are your own countrymen <laughs> and those who directly helped whatever our cause was. Yeah. You can't do that. And we're doing it. And it's a human rights and humanitarian and crisis. And it's not right. We could keep a presence there for indefinitely. We could. Yeah. We did it in, North, in, in South Korea. Yeah. Right now, the Taliban's actually letting, letting us come back yeah. to do those things. <laughs> well, they're not, yeah, they don't really have much of a choice, but yeah. They, right. They're but like, they're not, they're saying, okay. Yeah. They're going, okay, yeah. we're not going to force anything. Right. Um, I mean, you had that uh, in Syria until, I mean, mm-hmm. you literally had 50 troops in Syria just to say there are Americans in there and you don't fuck with them. Right. Until Trump pulled them out and now they're fucking all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could say, hey, this is this is America's part. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with the airport. Mm-hmm. That's ours. Mm-hmm. And you can let people come and go as they please and we will let people come and go as they please. I mean, that's a much scaled, more scaled down. I mean, you could... You could do that. Do you think there's a chance that this debacle that we've seen happen has somewhat to do with the fact that our State Department is still operating in skeleton mode from the past four years? Yeah, absolutely. Because Um, a lot of career civil servants are gone. Most of the good ones left and got fired. Um, You you may not be able to have the reports written like, hey, if we do this, this is going to happen because so-and-so told me and gave me a report. Here's the report, and that report's not making it, mm-hmm. or wasn't even created. Right. I'm, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Because, I mean, you don't see it in front of your face, but the degree to which the executive branch was stripped and destroyed during the Trump administration, you just those jobs just don't come back. Like, people just don't come back. They found other things to do, and it, it it's just very concerning that we just might not have enough qualified civil servants to be able to make the best recommendations to our leaders. It's just a hunch. It is, yeah. But I, I mean, but it, it's. I it think there might be some be. teeth to that. Yeah. And shout out go to the the British ambassador in Kabul. All of his other colleagues. Uh, especially the Americans were being evacuated. He stayed behind to fill out visas for the Afghans that worked for him. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. We sent 7,000 troops there. Damn straight we can do that. Yep. Yep. And like yep. I said, like, like I said before, and, and you also said, we can create a presence. We could have backed out. Mm-hmm. We could have. We could have secured the people that needed to get out that would have been targeted by the Taliban. Absolutely. I just don't get it. Um, I don't. I don't get the the firm withdrawal. I know Biden came on TV and said he's standing behind his decision. He said that last night, and um, his hands were tied because of the Trump treaty. Bullshit. Yeah. Bull fucking shit. You can that was delay that shit. That was a cop out. You can yep. delay yep. that shit yep. to the end of time. Yeah. Biden's had a bad week with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I applaud him for saying that it the buck stops here. It's his decision. This mm-hmm. is what we're doing. But god damn. Take responsibility for it. You could have fucking done better. Right. All right. right. It was your decision then. Yep. Yep. And if if you're gonna blame Trump, you also have to blame Obama and the Bush and everybody before yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. Which we do. But right. um 
He also said he didn't want to give it to a fifth president to deal with, but goddamn, you've got three more years in your fucking presidency to pull out. Right. If you re- if that's what you truly believe, which I kind of do think he does, Yeah. but you can fucking scale that down and secure mm-hmm. and pull back properly. I mean, people were were latching onto planes and falling out of the sky. It was scary. Did you see that video? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because they didn't want to deal with the Taliban. If you haven't seen the video, don't watch it. Don't. Bad. Um, the Kabul Kabul was being overrun. They had to shut down the airport. Uh, that was our. That's the only way to go in and out. It. You could have done it better. I don't believe you could not have done it worse. <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. Unless you just went, fuck it, we're yeah. shutting down, we're out. Right, right, right. And you know what? That's what you get here on FDR's wheelchair. I mean, we take a look at topics, we take a look at situations, and if the people that we voted for. Fuck up. We're going to tell you that they fuck fucked up. Fuck yeah. I don't care. I'm not loyal to any one politician. I'm not loyal. It's not, it's not a religion. Bl- right. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not blind to a political party. Yeah. When they fuck up, I'll say it. And I think Joe Biden is fucked up. I, I do Not too. in the decision, but in the method and the way all this and is And not to, to say that we don't need to be in Afghanistan anymore, because yeah. I, I really do. But And it was... And also, the other thing. When would there be the right decision to go out? I don't know, five years, ten years, another twenty yeah. years. Yeah. It'll all have been the same. It's not the when, it's the how. It's the how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that's that's a really good statement. It's not the it's not the when, it's the how mm-hmm. we did it and we fucked up both. Yep. <laughs> you know, we did it twenty <laughs> years too late and we fucked up the how. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's our uh, take on Afghanistan. I think that is our take on Afghanistan. See, we solved another problem. No, we didn't solve shit. We <laughs> yeah. just said it was fucked up. <laughs> All the Afghan nationals are here safely in the United States. Yeah, it's a cool seventy-two degrees and breezy. I don't smell any <laughs> smoke in the air. <laughs> you want um, a cigarette, Dave? <laughs> we have just—I'm smoking a cigarette. We have officially now—we've reached herd immunity. I just saw that happen. And everything's great. No mask mandates. Yep. So next week we'll be talking about baseball, baseball, and American and apple pie, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, Chevys and Chevys. <laughs> so before we wrap up, um, boy, you're gonna uh, you're gonna be out of town for about I a am, week, aren't yeah. you? You're gonna go on your honeymoon. That's been that's delayed right. for a while. Where are you going? Aruba. Oh man, I know. Can I come? Can the officiant of your wedding, the one who signed the papers, get in the suitcase? Can buddy. I can jump in the suitcase the and suitcase. come with you too? Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So what that means for the chair, because the chair never stops. Chair never stops. It might get delayed, but the chair never stops. So we will be recording next Thursday. Next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. That's. Hold on. <laughs> We're looking at a calendar yeah, the nineteenth. No, either Thursday, Thursday or 20th, Friday. Yeah. Thursday or Friday. Yep. I can do either. Cool. I'm open. Yep. You'll be back Thursday, but you might be like sleeping or something. Ridiculous something like, like that. that. Yeah. All right. So we will be updating you on our social media pages about when that's going to be. Um, we're going to try to get more people here on the Facebook Live because I do like the format. Mm-hmm. We're just going to try to reach out a little bit more. And we are also in the planning stages of our one, one year. year anniversary. That's going to take place in about two weeks. Yeah. Yep. We're going to have try to do a little funny bit. At least it'll make us laugh when we do it. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta figure that out. Yeah. How we're going to do that. But 
<laughs> yeah, we'll have a little I need to get Amy to make us an FDR wheelchair birthday cake. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She's the cake maker. She is mm-hmm. the cake maker. Mm. Well, are you hungry? You make me some cake. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, baby? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can... Um... We can uh, go to our Facebook comments now. We can go to our <laughs> Facebook comments. We're basically arguing with her mother about the um, Eagles. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, babe, the banner is off-center this it week. Is. But you can see it from a different angle. And uh, it does see FDR's wheelchair. Yes, it does. That's cool. Yeah, Darby, I could do scotch, always. Um, Bethany says no, apparently. Oh, my... My hair looks great. I, I think it does look good today. Thanks. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The headphones kind of serve as a dual headband mm. on there. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. have my headband on earlier. I don't know what happened to it, though. No, it's on. Oh, it's on. It's oh, on. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> cool. Uh, I will so. remind you of the status of your episode last week and the position of the headband in your hair. <laughs> so I think we should vote on my next haircut. Put it up to pull. I don't want a hair. I don't want a haircut. <laughs> Fuck you, Darby. <laughs> I got a haircut yesterday. Oh yeah, yep. I can tell. Fucking mm-hmm. fucking Republican. <laughs> <laughs> a square. <laughs> a oh shit! shit. Oh uh, god damn it! <laughs> Shit's falling apart. It must be. Uh, it must be the ghost telling us it's getting time <laughs> yeah. to uh, to end. All right. All right. So hair looks great. Thank you, baby. Um, uh, Darby says we should vote on your next haircut. I'm mm. down. I will put. I'm gonna put a survey on <laughs> the Facebook page <laughs> for Brandon's haircut and whatever the vote is. I think that's what we should do, and I think we should do it on our one year anniversary. Darby, if you're still there, tell me if you think that's a good idea. <laughs> um, so. I think Brandon should have gone to the Fish concert with Dave and broadcast. We should have gone. I well, there, there's, there's a lot of technical difficulties with that. <laughs> right, right. How, how can you push the buttons and hold a balloon of nitrous at the same time? <laughs> that was the. I don't know where people get the large tanks of nitrous. They were everywhere. Like I'm in sure. the cars. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Oh, they're experienced. They're experienced, <laughs> but um, we could record from a live concert sometime. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Oh, there's mom saying she's an Eagle fan, but I do hate California though. Yeah. Who is fish, fish. with an F? With an F? That's okay. <laughs> yes, you would like them. They're very cool. If you dig the Grateful Dead, you might dig what Fish does. I agree with you that Biden really messed this up. I think that we need to be out, but it should have been much better. Absolutely. We like reinforced comments. <laughs> we do like reinforced comments. Yep. On the record, Biden fucked up. Bethany's excited about Aruba, and she says, Aruba, me, and my officiant. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> and then Bethany said we should schedule another TMI Hollywood before the one year. So they are on summer hiatus right now. And when TMI Hollywood comes back, they're going to kind of be in their old school format. But they have said that they're going to try to still get us in. So, yeah, we want to be back on TMI. So all of you fucking email them. FDR. 
FDR. Yes. <laughs> we want the chair. We want the chair. <laughs> so they either get us on or file a restraining order, one of the two. <laughs> hey, either works. Publicity. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, well, thank you guys for sticking with us yeah. and uh, for coming back this week. <laughs> yep, again. <laughs> we appreciate it. I guess we'll go through our social, social media, which we have uh, Facebook, uh, FDR's Wheelchair. We have Twitter, FDR underscore wheelchair. Then we have our email, FDR's Wheelchair yep. Podcast at gmail.com. We have our website, FDR's Wheelchair.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash FDR's wheelchair. Maybe we can get some new shit. Um, maybe be able to center the banner. Do you want to announce our tour tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be uh, going upstairs for another cup of tea. If you care to join us. I'm going to be home and then we're going to be live at Aruba next Tuesday. <laughs> we'll be at the Fish concert next week. <laughs> Wherever that may be. <laughs> So come join us. Oh, man. <laughs> Free nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably with Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, brought probably. up Ben and Jerry's last week. I, yeah. I, they do have their own did. ice cream yes, from Ben did. and Jerry's. Have you ever had it? No. It's called fish food. It's really good. I, I have heard of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. fish food. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a plain kind of ice cream guy. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of am, too. I like, I like vanilla. I like French vanilla. And then I like butter pecan. And I don't stray too far from those. I like. To be I'm, I'm a good yellow, uh, yellow uh, bean vanilla kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh fuck, that sounds good. Do you have any ice cream upstairs? Yeah, I do. Let's go. Fuck let's, go. Let's, <laughs> let's get this. It's, and uh, this, this has, has been, been a legacy of FDR and his wheelchair.